The sign on the factory wall read, do not step on tea, tea is our God. Today we travel to Darjeeling, the tea capital of the world, where we discover not only tea, but a Hindu listener who left the worship of many gods for the love of just one. It's absolutely breathtaking as you can see. The mist, the waterfall behind me, it is just absolutely elegant. The little Himalayan Express right in on its two-foot train tracks started its maiden voyage in 1881, winding its way like a little caterpillar all the way up the Himalayan mountains. You can certainly see why the British wanted to come up from the hot, hot plains of India to come up to this gorgeous area. Well, we've only come half of the journey and we're already 20 to 30 degrees cooler and the water is becoming purer and purer and more beautiful all the time. The waterfalls, the prayer flags stretching across, I mean, it's, it's just absolutely amazing. I think the only other place I've ever seen such beauty is in Hawaii. It must stay awfully wet up here on a continual basis to get this kind of fern coverage, the beauty. I mean, everything is blanketed with green. Tenzing Norgay was the one who had actually practiced here before he made the uh, ascent up Mount Everest. It was kind of exciting. Now, these ropes look like they're 100 years old. They're a lot older than what I've used, but they apparently, with a couple of them here, they look fairly safe. So uh, I think I'll probably come back down at this point. Tell me your name. My name is uh, uh, Doje. Doje. Now you were showing me your fingernails and things. Wow. Now this is from climbing. It is not climbing. Am I going to is Everest, the beach camp Everest, the solo legend. You didn't have gloves. You didn't have. You didn't have gloves or anything. Yeah, yeah. So that's all from frostbite. Yes. Sir. I climbing up Mount Everest. Yes. Sir. How many times have you gone up? Three times. Three times. Have you gone all the way to the top? All the way to the top. All three times you went all the way to the top? With oxygen, without? It's like, it is oxygen, you need in oxygen. You need in oxygen. What, what groups? Did you take groups up? Germans or? German groups. Any groups coming here. So, rock climbing is your total life? Life, sir. And football, I play football. Two, you play two football games. too? Football, yes. Right. Yeah. Two, I love uh, rock climbing and football, I like it. Can I ask you, is it okay to ask you how old you are? I don't know, sir. I don't know. Sir. You don't know. I don't okay. Know, they call it the toy train of Darjeeling. Incredible little train that looks like a caterpillar winding its way up these steep mountain trails here. 
here he comes, the toy train. It's only two foot wide, I don't know if you can even hear I'd love to be able to hop on. He's getting ready to head up to Darjeeling. It costs about 240 rupees for eight kilometers. They tell us that this is the highest point in all the world for a train station. I'm not sure about that, but that's what the guidebooks say. It actually started out, I believe it was uh, 1881, was when the maiden trip of this train started all the way from uh, about 80 kilometers down in the base of India. Darjeeling is world-renowned for its tea. Darjeeling is to tea as the Napa Valley or Bordeaux, France is to wine. It is where all the connoisseurs of tea would like to visit just once. Well, this is what we've come for, the tea of Darjeeling. Not to uh, drink it necessarily, but to find out about it. Started in 1857, they began a, a little test to see if it would work here and it would thrive. It absolutely did. Immediately, it was almost tons of production. And now it reaches around the world, basically. Tea is also what drives the economy of the region. Makaibari Tea Garden has been in continuous operation since 1859. Makaibari was the first tea estate ever to be planted out in India. Because what happened in, when tea uh, drinking became frightfully popular in pre-Victorian England, all these various tea houses became very fashionable around the, what is now known as the bank area of London. It's become fashionable again with all the sort of little encampments and uprisings they have with them. Now, the Chinese, we all know, are very clever, and they were very clever too then. So actually, tea was the export of tea from China was the first time that all the mandarins were ever united. Why? Bucks. Yeah. Okay, yes. Okay. Follow the dollar. Follow the dollar. And the sad, we want an anti. And the East India Company were dealing with it out of Hong Kong, through the governor of Hong Kong, the British governor in Hong Kong. And uh, so they took a delegation to him, and he said, hey, buddy, we want a few bucks more. The East India Company CEO said, no way. And there was a standoff. So the governor pirated the Chinese tea seeds from the finest, like the Lushan Mountains, etc., in China, and threw them in the colonies. Fortunately for us, the tea that was thrown over here, just half a meter away, was the experimental station thrown by Dr. Campbell and came out beautifully. And now, what do we do? The black teas has been carried back, like coal to Newcastle, because the Chinese uh, people who have a tradition of tea culture really have acknowledged that the black teas from Darjeeling, black orthodox teas from Darjeeling, are what champagne is to tea, uh, champagne is to wine. As you can see, AWR is frontline mission radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Not only do we broadcast via shortwave radio, 
but our signal is on over 1,000 FM and AM stations around the world as well. Our podcast subscribers, internet users, satellite downlinks are growing rapidly, evidenced by the 100,000 plus emails, letters, and phone calls we receive each and every year. Yes, AWR is your mission radio. No walls and no borders. For AWR, that means change lives and change hearts around the world because God is using the airwaves of AWR to reach people everywhere. Through the radio waves of AWR, God is reaching people around the world. We'd like to offer you an edition of Making Waves. It's four of our episodes brought to you from around the world. God speaking to hearts, the hearts of the listeners of AWR, exciting stories. We hope that you'll share those with friends and neighbors, acquaintances, anyone you come in contact with. Join us to make waves. It's completely free. Right now, the information's on your screen. For your free, no-obligation DVD, write to Adventist World Radio, 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904, or call one 866 503-3531 or log on to www.awr.org slash mwdvd Be sure to request offer number 10 That number again is 1-866-503-3531 You're saying you only picked these little yeah, only picked two in the bottom Two leaves, one bottom Oh, you pick a certain yeah, number, yeah, two leaves and a bud. Leaf and two leaves, this is a bud. Okay. Two leaves and a bud. This is the best quality leaf. Now, how long does it take for this to grow out again to get these little yeah. ones? How many it will take? Seven days, seven to six days. Again. Seven, seven days? To eight days. Seven to eight days. And I assume that the bigger the leaf, the higher the quality, the more yeah, expensive yeah, the, leaf, the tea? Yeah, the leaf is expensive. The leaf is expensive. Does it make a better tea? Very, very good tea. It makes a better tea than the crushed, even though it's the same bush? Yeah, yeah. The elevation is not responsible for the flavor. There are many factors. Five, six factors are there. One is the elevation, other is the soil type, and the and there is a variety that you are cultivating, the process of manufacturing, and most importantly, the weather conditions of the animal. These five factors together contribute to the flavor and hospital flavor of the animal. With this same variety, if you plant in the plains, you won't get that, that flavor. If the same variety you cultivate here and do some, some other citizen city manufacturing, the flavor will not be there. If the same variety is taken to another place where the, we have the same elevation and the climate is not like that, the flavor you won't get. Ladies anywhere in the world bend their backs the hardest. So my ladies were no exception. They get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and chop, 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 hack, hack, hack. Of course, you need to work. You need to cook. Nobody can have a look of price. Till my father, we employed 650 people. But now I'm getting the ladies as the partners. I'm getting them to bind into the company. Because the new mantra I personally feel will be partnership, not ownership. Because of that, the computer, dissemination of information, till about 15 years ago, any management only had sole access to information, and you could tweak it around to manipulate it to their own benefits, self-interest, okay? Now, dissemination of information is a tap away, everybody. So, you don't have that tool. Moreover, the 70 or 100 odd channels that's been piped into everybody's homes have created a situation that what's happening in California, you know it's, it's that, and it's five minutes later, and you're part of it. So hopes, dreams, desires have gone astray. So nobody wants to be a dirt farmer, nobody wants to get their hands and feet mucky. 
everybody wants to be a Bollywood rock star like Shah Rukh Khan or Aishwari, right? So how do you bring that pride back? How do you inspire people to become proud? How? It's your own cow you're going to look after it very well. So if it's only on your land and you're a partner, you're very proud. Raja has consistently maintained that the people should live with their heads held high. His goal is to give the people the opportunity to better their lives and to take pride in ownership. You must have heard of homeopathy. In homeopathy, homeopathy there are 499 active ferments. So what Steiner did was he created nine more active ferments to heal the land and plants after the First World War when aerial bombing was used in the lands of Europe. And uh, germination, production, quality started going downhill alarmingly. These are specific herbs stuffed in particular animal parts and they're buried and lifted according to cosmic rhythms. And when they're ready, when you apply it to your compost or to your land or to plants in specific sprays or applications, the entire land turns into an ever-evolving dynamic organism, hence biodynamic and dynamic agriculture. And what has happened is, after that, after practicing these, Makai is the flavor level shot up to such an extent, as it is what Darjeeling is to tea, champagne is to wine. Prices really start skyrocketing. In fact, the two highest publicly auctioned teas we hold the record for. The privately, I'm not even going to tell you what prices we get because you fall through the chair. Worship of the creation instead of the creator. When I look at biodynamics, I see the wonder of a loving God who created this world with symbiotic relationships between plants and animals. Whereas many see biodynamics as some mystical thing where the earth and the plants are like gods of their own. We are created beings whose very existence depend upon the interdependence of all life. God knew exactly what his children needed. We are created to love and to be loved. Once we've discovered true love from our Father in heaven, we cannot keep silent about it. The worship of millions of gods pervades every facet of life in India. There's a God for everything. Tea Diva is the God of tea. According to Raja, it was first discovered in 1994 in the Makaibari Tea Garden. It's an insect that looks exactly like the tea leaf and eats only the bugs that are harmful to the tea leaves. Raja claims that the tea god has made its appearance because of the biodynamics practiced in their tea garden. The tea god, just one more god added to the long list of deities worshipped by the people. Throughout history, man has oftentimes mistaken this interdependence as the workings of other gods. It is so exciting to see what happens in the life of a person who discovers the true reason for this intricate web of life that is woven into a tapestry of beauty. AWR is frontline mission radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Hindus, Buddhists, Muslims, animists, or no belief at all. God is using the radio waves of AWR to successfully call and prepare a people for his soon return. But the work is not finished. Your help is needed. There are still so many who must hear this precious message of hope. Please partner with us today so others can hear and rejoice in the hope of Jesus Christ, the hope that you and I have already found. Your gift of love will mean so much to so many. If you would like to financially partner with us or would like additional information 
Our toll-free number is 866-503-3531. One of the favorite things people like about AWR is its stories. We have stories from all over the world. Some of them involve danger. Many of them involve miracles of God, but certainly all of them involve the miracle of changed lives. I've written a little book of some of the favorite stories in the face of death. Another, radios given by angels, coming to Christ in a Muslim country. These and many other stories. It's simple. Just log on to www.awr.org storybook and you can download your free PDF version of stories from places where missionaries cannot go. Do it now so you and your family can immediately enjoy these incredible testimonies of changed lives from around the world. So don't wait. Log on now to www.awr.org storybook. Well, we made it back down from the hill station of Darjeeling. We're down here in the flats now in all the rice fields in a beautiful little picturesque village in the middle of nowhere. We're going to check out the bamboo hut over there in just a few minutes. That's where our next story is. A Hindu who was converted to Christianity. From Christianity, he was trying to find the BBC News and he found AWR. Tell me, you, you apparently listen in more than one language to AWR. And all those are broadcast from where? I know the studios produce the program and then upload it. Where are they broadcast from? Well, uh, a combination. Some of them come from Guam. Uh, in fact, sometimes we have more than one uh, broadcast from Guam and then one from Germany so that uh, we have more than one chance of reaching many people. But I think those are the two well, sources. Now, he, it, they're all reaching him. That's right. He's right in the center here. Fantastic. And, and I guess... Pastor, he's, he's sharing with everyone. He goes out and preaches, I understand. 
this is a very interesting uh, subject uh, I found and then I cannot uh, deny or the uh, blame because uh, a nice song I listen and uh, good health talk and then a good uh, lesson from the Bible. So there is, I am not finding any message to blame the, this uh, program. Is Everything is nice. And he said he is actually Nepali. Oh, so, okay. He is Nepali. Mm -hmm. So that way the, he, of course, listening to other things, but he likes Nepali more. Because so as, long as, it, as long as the material comes from the Bible, he's okay with it. Is that right? The Bible word aka kura aru thay, tamela ekdam thik lagzay na. Yes, he yeah he liked that. Mm -hmm. Now we're in India, but he's Nepali. Yes, tamela Nepali hai na. Na kati pani. Maine apna sabha sugari ko ali bahayo tamela. Jamma India thira. Aar das pasos. Matre ho. Toh na pali Nepali hunde. Kaan? Nepali naakal banda. Mane ko tamela kaan kari bitar. He is Nepali, his citizen is Nepali, and then uh, he came here only 10 years ago. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. Does he have some other kind of work that helps him? He mainly he works for the church and the church is supporting they give regular regular about three to thirty five hundred rupees, three thousand to thirty five hundred rupees they give just to survive. Do you have several congregation groups that you go to meet with? Mainly he look after this place church, but he will go in Nepal. He cross the border and go in Nepal, and there are several other church there also. He means he he visit there, but mainly working is only this place. So he listens to AWR and then he uses that material and goes out and preaches. Yeah, he will listen and he will note down a few things and then he, that one he will tell to others. Right. Jim, did you ask him how he first discovered Adventist World Radio? No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, he liked to listen Nepali news from the BBC mm -hmm. that is comes better than uh, the from Kathmandu's uh, broadcast uh, it won't come better way the BBC um, Nepali news he was uh, tuning but this program came and then he got this talk tell him we're laughing because yes. we hear it all the time it's so wonderful God has used the BBC Nepali news to attract many people <laughs> to our broadcast. <laughs> it's no accident that you've been listening to AWR. Yes. 
कस्तो संजोग पर्न गयो कि एउटा त खोज्दा एउटा भेट्थ्यो जिउ शेषबाट धेरै मलाई लाग्छ कि हाम्रो नेपालीहरुले यो कार्यक्रमहरु चाहिँ सुन्यो भने जिउ सुनेरलाई धेरै आशीष पुग्छ यी चाहिँ मेनली द एट प्रेजेन्ट द नेपाली प्रोग्राम जस्तो आवर एडब्ल्यूआर नेपाली प्रोग्राम इज मोर इन्ट्रेस्टेड बिकज इट हेज हेल्थ मेसेज अल्सो and that way it it help for many people to learn many things and at the same time they will listen the this from the scripture and uh, what he said uh, especially he said for nepalese this program is the program is a very important program because it's a combined program health and uh, religion if awr went off the air how would you feel you know no, don't don't talk uh, stopping matter uh, this uh, why you wanted to uh, rob a whole uh, blessing for nepalese people <laughs> no, we don't plan to we no. don't plan to that's why we come to you to tell your story is so that uh, other people can see how important it is to you to listen to this uh, broadcast what a statement why would we rob mm-hmm. the people of such a blessing that's right What difference did it make for you to become a Christian? Is it a pure in your Akasra Patal Gifara? Sakinavaniavo, Evrakivani, then Hinduism, Hindu Dharmas and Sunny. I feel Christian Laronic. This is your planning to compare with the heaven and the earth, how it will be equal. It's quite different, the Hinduism and the Christianity. So that and we cannot compare. Christianity so is better. That's the difference between heaven and earth. Yes. So that so we cannot compare also, he said. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Can you tell us uh, what those words mean? God is more sweeter than honey. Yeah. Okay, so it's like from Psalm 19, the scripture song, sweeter than a honeycomb. Wonderful. What a beautiful song. And we thank you so much. We asked Dombra, what would happen if suddenly Adventist World Radio were taken off the air? I'll never forget his immediate response. Why would you rob the Nepali people of such an important program as this? Well, of course, we don't want to rob the Nepali people or any people of the Adventist World Radio broadcasts. We want to continue making waves around the world. And by God's grace, we're going to continue to do that until Jesus comes. If you would like additional information or if you'd like to partner with us, give us a call. The number's at the bottom of your screen, 1-866-503-3531. You can also write us at 12501. Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904. For those of you with a computer, you can log on to www.awr.org. Thank you for watching. Please join us again for another exciting gospel adventure because around the world, AWR is making waves. <laughs>